All right, the History Channel's The Toys That Built America returns for a second season this Sunday, October 23rd at 8 Central. To continue chronicling the untold stories and rivalries that gave rise to the modern toy industry. Each one-hour episode is packed with nostalgia products, surprising historical connections, gripping dramatic tales, incredible technological breakthroughs, and a treasure trove of unexpected facts. Featured on the series is Jordan Hembro. He's in the toy industry himself, host of the Toy Hunters, and was inducted into the prestigious Toy Hall of Fame. Welcome in, Jordan. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. How are you today? I am good. I am good. How did you get into all this uh, in, in the world of toys? Well, you know, it's funny. I get that a lot. Um, I, I actually started doing this professionally when I was 16 years old. So it was easier than a paper route. Better than waiting tables at the local Sizzler, although yeah. I did do that. Sizzler. Uh, all right. Good, good drop there. <laughs> And that's how I get into it. You know, it, it's interesting. If you really want to go way back, it was second or third grade at school. I was actually trading my toys and action figures to other kids in the playground because I'm able to get money for, the, believe it or not, the extra slice of pizza on Pizza Day at school. Yeah. Remember Pizza Day? Yeah, I Everybody do. Everybody remember Pizza Day. Yeah. So it's like I found out at a very early age, I'm like, you know what? People people really want these toys. They really like them. So uh, I, t- I turned it into a career. It was great. You know, um, I loved watching the first season. And, folks, if you didn't see it, you can catch the first season at History.com. Episodes included the board game Empire, so all about Milton Bradley and Parker Brothers. And I will tell you, I'm a board game family. And with with a uh, 21-year-old, 17-year-old, and 10-year-old in the house, everybody is on their electronic games. They are on their phones nonstop. And for some reason, and maybe because I just started this so many years ago with them, we play cards and we played board games and we probably have, oh, 40 or 50 board games. 20 of them are different versions of Monopoly. Love oh, sitting down. Yeah, love sitting down on a rainy day, cold winter's night, whatever, and throwing the game out on the table. And it's really a good time. And I really wish families would kind of rediscover the board game because it's good family time. Oh, I absolutely agree. You know, um, for a while, Hasbro was doing a family game night and I was involved with the promotion of that. And basically, you know, the whole push behind family board games and everything like that is just to, to get the family together. Uh, we live in a technological world, as you know. Everyone has a, either an iPad or a phone of some sort or, you know, a tablet. And uh, what's happening is, you know, especially in the toy industry, we're, we're finding out that no one's really collectively playing together in the same room. That's very important. A lot of people play online. A lot of people will get on a, a computer and play online with people. But when it comes to folks collectively playing in the same room together as a family and friends, you know, board games are the way to go. Let me ask you something. Do you have, do you have Jenga? Is that one of the games you have? Yeah, Jenga is one of them. Absolutely. I've got well, a lot of know. retro games from like 60s, 70s, you know, Stratego. Strate- yep. Hold on. Let me, let me try that again. A Stratego, um, a Hangman, uh, you know, as I said, the Monopoly. I mean, I got a lot of vintage like TV and movie games uh, that we play. Um, Life. I mean, these are all classic games that actually makes you think a little bit, too. Oh, yeah. We we covered a lot of those in season one. You know, um, we mentioned Jenga and we cover that in season two. So you're going to find out the really interesting, compelling backstory in the history behind the Jenga, the Jenga game, which is which is really good and no, I, 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 I did that segment. I worked on every episode. And, uh, you know, after doing this for 35 years, I'm still finding out new things about the toy industry and these great toys we grew up with, which you is know, why I love this. I love this series so much. You know, when I give, uh, you know, if I give blanket Christmas gifts uh, to the younger kids in, in the family, extended family for, for the holidays, 
I will always do a slinky or um, yeah. or an etch a sketch, which they look at like it, it looks like an iPad. It could be an iPad. But yeah, just to yeah. see their faces and trying to explore that stuff, it's pretty cool. And I know in the new season that premieres on Sunday, there's a couple of my favorites that are being featured. We'll talk about Sunday's episode, but uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, which oh, is still so much favorite. fun, and The Light Bright. And that is the most – I still hear the commercial in my head. Oh, yeah. that That's fantastic. And, you know, stuff like Rock'em Sock'em Robots, everyone in the 70s and 60s and, you know, even into the 80s, we all had them. They they redid the game time and time again. But, you know, Rock'em Sock'em Robots is a perfect example. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's a perfect example of a toy that I actually found out something new about after being in this industry for 40 years. I'm still finding out new stuff about this. And, you know, there was a story, and this is this is true, behind Rock'em Sock'em Robots. And the designer, Bert Meyer, he designed Rock'em Sock'em Robots originally to be human boxers. They were going to be guys, like, fighting each other. Wow. They were going to be little plastic boxers. But what happened is, tragically, in 1963, a boxer by the name of Davey Moore died in the ring. And, he did, you know, he died because of boxing-related injuries. And that actually forced the toy maker to rethink the entire concept of Rock'em Sock'em Robots. So That's they went cool. back to the drawing board and said, you know what? We can't do boxers. This is a tragedy. Let's reinvent them as robots. And, and like, the world was never the same. I'll never look at that toy again after knowing that. And stuff like that is those wow facts that we're going to explore in this season of Toys That Built America. Yeah, tell us, talk to us a little bit about uh, the, the premiere episode for the second season that's on Sunday. Okay, so that's basically, you know, it's called Masters of the Toy Universe, and it basically looks at the giant competition between Kenner and Mattel. Now, mm. if you know, in the 1970s, Kenner had the Star Wars license. Yeah. And they introduced, you know, the three, th- three and three-quarter-inch line to the world, and everything, everything changed. The way we looked at action figures and toys just changed forever. It was, it was a juggernaut. Well, by the end of the 1970s and the 80s, Mattel was feeling the heat. You know, they basically said, look, we got to do something. So what they did is they didn't go and acquire a toy. They created their own. They created He-Man. And He-Man and Masters of the Universe was Mattel's answer to the, to the, to the Kenner problem. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was a marketing brainstorm. It was marketing genius on behalf of Mattel because, they, you know, they created an animated TV show to go along with the toy line. So they, they actually said, you know what? Smart. We're going to create and we're going to create entertainment so people will want to watch something on television and they want they they're feeding the consumers every day. They greenlit uh, 65 episodes all at one shot. Not one week, not two weeks, you know, not one yeah. every couple of weeks. They did 65 all in one shot. So then right off the right off the gate, boom, 5 days a week kids are watching TV and they're buying the toys. It's it's it was marketing genius. No question. And I'm really looking forward to the second season. It's the History Channel's The Toys That Built America. It returns again for its second season this Sunday, October 23rd at 8 Central on the History Channel. Jordan, thank you so much uh, for joining us, and I'll be tuning in on Sunday. Oh, thank you so much. It's going to be good fun. Thank you. Thanks, buddy.